When something happens to your car, you might say, But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Between recording the next episode of my podcast, running a business, and all of the things life throws my way, sometimes it's good to just get away. Hola, que tal? It's Chiquis here. And let me tell you, I love booking a trip where I can escape. There's nothing like spending a few days at the beach, relaxing and spending time with family. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter your reasons, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for us. From the ultimate girl bomb grip to the professional grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girl Bomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb, available at Walgreens. Tell me a little bit about the name, Snow the Product. My friend from high school, she was like, I'm Belle. Which princess do you want to be? And I was like, which one can I be? She's like, Snow White. And I was like, okay, Snow White, that's cool. I always had anxiety. I have ways of coping, but definitely I think it's physically painful for me sometimes to talk to people or like sometimes I feel like I can't. It's just a lot. There's a lot of like rap or artists that they try to do this like, I'm Mexican, like I should be the best of the Mexicans in the Mexican-American community. And to me it's like, no bro, like do it, yeah. <laughs> hola, hola, que tal a toda mi gente? Welcome back to the Cheekies and Chill podcast. Guys, you're not going to believe who I have on today's show. I'm really excited to be speaking with a super raw and real Latina artist. She's probably already your favorite rapper. And if she isn't, I'm sure by the end of the show, she will be. Before we bring her in, I just want to say this conversation is probably going to get a little spicy. So just keep that in mind. Okay, so now that that's out of the way, let's go ahead and bring her in. This is Chiquis and Chill. Sitting in front of me is none other than the Latin Grammy-nominated rapper and podcaster, Snow the Product. Hi, how you doing? I'm good. Welcome to my podcast. I was on, on yours recently and we got a little wild. But it was yeah. fun. Yours is a lot more zen. Yours is a lot more calm. Yes, it's a little bit more zen, but look, it's probably better that I don't have tequila right now. But whenever you want, I'll go back on your podcast so we can actually finish a conversation because that's what everyone's saying. Like, you guys didn't finish a- any topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> we left a lot of things unsaid so it can just keep going. Exactly, which is good. So that means I have to go back. Yeah, but they did say that the chemistry was undeniable and that we should podcast together more. So here we yes, are. Yes, I think we should. People did say that. And I didn't know. Here's the thing. I've known about Snow. I've seen her. We've always said hi when we see each other, but we've never really sat down and had a conversation. That was a first time. So it was super raw. And I didn't know she was a cancer. So, yeah. So I think the chemistry was undeniable. And, uh, yeah, people saw it and felt it. That's tight. <laughs> That's tight. I like that. So I didn't know this either, that you started as a mariachi singer. Or you sang mariachi, rancheras. When I was a little kid, when I, as soon as I could talk, my dad right away had me singing mariachi. Like rancheras, yeah. 
the singing, the rapping, where does that come from? Does it come from any, like, any family member, like... I, okay, like, I forgot the lyrics to Ranchera at a quinceañera, and after that, I was just like, nunca vuelvo a cantar, and it was always embarrassing because my dad, I was the kid in the family that, like, at every gathering, they would tell me to sing, so I'm just, like, singing for everybody, and uh -huh. I was embarrassing because once I started kind of, you know, being 11, 12, like, the kids are laughing at me, like, I'm embarrassed, I've always been very shy when it comes to, like, all the attention on me, so I just hated it. So I just thought I was never going to make music, ever. Mi abuelito tocó en un mariachi toda su vida, like, till he fucking died. Um, my dad sings rancheras, my whole family on my dad's side, that's what they do. Um, and my dad's a good songwriter. I think that's where I got, like, writing from. Yeah. Um, but I never, I don't know. I think rapping was a rebellion because my dad hated rap. Um, he hated cholos, he hated rap, he hated all that. So uh, I was okay. like, that was my big fuck you to everybody. Like, to I'm going to do whatever I want. Uh, nice. Yeah. So your dad's like very, very like traditional, I'm assuming, like. Yes. Super macho Mexican man. Fucking, you know, don't cut my little girl's hair, like all that type of shit. So when I was um, growing up, I didn't even cross my mind how, who I was going to end up being. But it's crazy that now it kind of has come full circle with the pride and the mariachi and the Mexican and all these things that were instilled in me are still there. I guess it just I, I had to find them on my own. I didn't want them put on me. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. See, that's such a cancer thing. Like, <laughs> I'm you push me up against a corner and I'm going to push back. Like, I, I don't like to feel like I'm forced to do anything. It's like, no, I need to figure out myself. Mi mamá siempre me decía, eres una pinche necia. And I'm like, <laughs> I am because I want to learn things myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I like that. I like that about you. Are you open to, like, singing with mariachi? Yeah, I did. I have this little intro. Um called Ranchito on my it's on my little EP that I dropped and then now it's going to be the beginning the first song on my tour and it starts with a little it's a little mm, corridito type thing and then it goes into this rap part that just like the drums are going crazy and the lights are going crazy and it's just like it's just very me you know it starts yeah you know and it goes like that and then all of a sudden it just like fucking I fucking rap. love that yeah oh my I want to go to one of your shows I always Come. see them on Instagram I really really want to go Come. like really yeah. bad I feel yeah. like they get like I'm gonna get crazy <laughs> yeah no straight up like there's a every show there's a mariachi moment me pongo a cantar and fucking you know there's fucking zapateado there's all kinds of shit like i try to do it in not corny way i feel like nowadays like there's a lot of like rap or artists that they try to do this like i'm mexican like i should be the the best of the mexicans you know in mm -hmm. in, in the mexican-american community and to me it's like bro we just rep in ways that like that you don't got to be corny about it and that's it keep it pushing you know don't yeah. take on being the face of the Mexicans as your identity. It's like, no, bro, like, fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there's nothing, nothing corny about you. And that's one thing Thank that you. I've known forever. Like, you're just who you are. You're very raw. You're very authentic. And I think that's fucking amazing. But now in, like, the society that we live in, where it's everyone's so just so sensitive about everything. Mm -hmm. But I feel like you're unapologetically yourself. Like, it's like... Yeah either you like me or you don't and is that how you've always been or is that something that just happened like with maturity and shit that you've gone through i think it's been growing like i always i always make it a big point to let people know who snow the product is and who claudia is um mm. because whenever i talk about it sometimes people won't won't realize and that's also why i wear my claudia thing because it's like i want people to understand i'm a person and there's a re like my fucking name is snow the product like mm -hmm. it literally says the product like that right. is what i'm selling as a fucking you know, thing as my alter ego, as the strong bitch that I wish I could be. But like Claudia, myself personally, I'm like, 
If anything, I've always been a fucking crybaby, emotional, sentimental, chiquiada. Like, that's, you know, that's me. So it's like, that's no, the product person is who I needed to embody to be able to do what I knew I was put on this earth to do. You know what I mean? Like, I do think I have a voice. I do think I know how to talk. I think if if anyone was to speak on certain issues, I I think I'm always going to make sure that I do it the correct way, you know, and I don't I don't lead people the wrong way. I know I'm a natural born leader. But as far as me, like, if you put too much attention on me, I'm like, ah, and, you know, I, I get nervous and I get shy. And, you know, that's why I drink. <laughs> so. I, I, I feel you. We, I feel like we have a lot in common because mm-hmm. I also there's Cheekies and then there's Janae. And Janae is a hippie and I'd rather not have makeup on. And I'm just mm-hmm. uh, this is me. What you see right now is like I'm chilling. I'm a, I'm a hippie at heart. But Love in it. order to do what I do, I had to that. I, I, I've had to. And I learned this in 2018 after going like on a drinking binge and I was like, uh, I can't get on stage unless I'm fucking drunk. And it's like, it's cool. It's fun. Don't get me wrong, but it was causing me depression. So I had to learn to separate. I said, okay, I have to separate Cheekies from Janae. And I feel like that's kind of like what you do when you're at home. When you get home to your son, are you like, okay, I'm Claudia and Snow the product. She's kind of on hold or put away or what? How do you work through that? No, absolutely. I've always made sure that I hold space for the people that I love the most, which obviously is my brother, my my, my son, like my real core. Um, and I always show up for them as as Claudia. You know what I mean? I'm never snow the product. <laughs> so even with fans, there's some fans that I am very personal with and that I, I, you know, they really get to see me and we really talk. And, and I value that so much. Anywhere where I feel safe to be Claudia is is so important for me because there's a lot of times when when I do like that, that you need to put that shell on, you know, and you should know being a cancer, like we have to have that shell because we're like softies on the inside. So it's very important to um, to have comfort. And every time I'm always finding comfort, I'm always looking for a, a place to sit by myself. I every time that I'm around people for like more than an hour, like I have to go and be by myself for a little bit. And like just I don't know, I, I get overstimulated really quickly. That might be me being on the spectrum or something. But realistically, I just um, I need to to calm down. I need to get grounded as much as possible, you know? Dude, that's crazy. I'm the same way. That's so crazy. (laughs) I've learned to love that alone time and the silence and just hearing my own thoughts. And it's an everyday thing because I feel like, yes, we're very emotional and we can go into a dark place real quick if we're not intentional about saying, hold up, let me have my time. Let me decompress, you Mm -hmm. know? And being in the industry and giving so much of yourself on stage and it's just like give, give, give. Sometimes I feel depleted when I get off stage. I don't know if, if you do sometimes you're like, hold on, I just need to like, I need I need five minutes before I do my meet mm-hmm. and greet or whatever because I need to replenish myself. No, absolutely. There's a lot of times when fans want to be like, oh, you know, I want to go backstage or I want this or can we go on the bus? And I'm like, the thing is that those are the small moments where I get to be by myself and you're going to be you're going to be disappointed because that's Claudia time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, per, mm-hmm. I finish a show. I do my meet and greet before my shows. So once I get, finish the show and I go to the back of my bus, I'm like eating a soup. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like yeah. just sitting there by myself, Chilling. just like like not thinking about anything, just kind of like letting everything. And, you know, after like 30 minutes, then I'll come back out. And if I after party, I do. But people think that that snow, the product, you know, bitches, that's shaking all that is like always. And it's like, bro, nobody can live like that forever. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's unrealistic. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's fun. It's dope whenever it happens. But I value my personal time more because, you know, that's just few and far between, you know? Yeah, I feel like I kind of met Claudia that night after the podcast, after we were done, like we were having serious conversations. And I was like, mm-hmm. dude, 
I, I feel like you have a beautiful heart. You know what I mean? You're a beautiful Thank person. You. And Thank you. I was like, shit, like, I don't know. I felt really connected to you. So I wanted to just, you know, thank you for that, that you felt comfortable enough to like, we were talking about some deep shit. So uh, yeah. I feel like I know Claudia and I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, I think we're developing a, a nice friendship here. A lot of people couldn't even believe that we had never talked. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like that we had never like, cause they were like, wait, that was way too like you guys, well, I thought y'all were friends. And I'm like, we, we've seen each other, you know, we mm -hmm. said hi, but we've never really sat down and talked. So I, I thought it was effortless. I thought it was great. I, me too. And I love it. I love it. <laughs> now tell me a little bit about where the name Snow, the product comes from. Is it from Snow White from, or no? Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Does it have to do with like, cause you have a bunch of like, you have like goats and stuff at your house. No, <laughs> you have, no, it's a, what are they? Are they? I've manifested my life. I don't know because I did was not thinking I was gonna have a farm when I named myself Snow the Product. <laughs> oh, okay. I wasn't okay. gonna be. I wasn't gonna be the, the the Disney star with all the animals. I mean, I grew up in a ranch, but like I didn't think that. Um, it came from Snow White because my friend Crystal from high school. She was a really great singer. We always were. We're like we're gonna sing. And we're gonna live the fairy tale life, and we're gonna get these mansions, and you're gonna sing, and I'm gonna rap, and we were pretty much we thought we were Nina Sky, you know, like we were uh -huh. gonna be so fucking dope. And she was like, I'm Belle because my name's Crystal and I want to be a princess. She's like, which princess do you want to be? And I was like, I don't fucking know. I was like, I, I guess which one can I be? She's like, you're really like white. Because at the time I was very pale. She's uh -huh. like, Snow White. And I was like, OK, Snow White, that's cool. <laughs> so I just kept Snow White. And then we added the product at some point, just kind of a reference, like a drug reference, obviously, uh -huh. and being dope. Um, yeah. And then, you know, Disney wasn't going to be cool with me being Snow White. So I just was Snow the product and that's it. It stuck. By the way, where did this ring come from? I put it on you. <laughs> <laughs> she has my ring on you guys. I sure did put a ring on. <laughs> I want you to know it does not come off. So I, that's it. We locked in, baby girl. You have you didn't take it off? And no, it doesn't come off. All right, he stay. If I don't see it, I'm gonna be real sad. No, I'm no, just kidding. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, look, it doesn't you come guys, off. Oh my god, I, I love up. her. I'm so red right now. I'm blushing, you guys. <laughs> Oh my god, that's funny. Oh my god. No, I'm gonna have it all tour. All tour, I'm gonna be. You're gonna see. Yeah, every okay. time you see my hand like this, you're gonna be like, oh, she still got the ring on. Yeah, did he stay? Yeah, did he stay? And if you have to put it away, put it on a necklace or something. But you know, you guys, yeah. there, there's, there's something here. But anyways, okay. <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me drink a little bit of coffee. Hold on, let me clear my throat. When something happens to your car, you might say. But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Hola, ¿qué tal? This is Cheekies from the Cheekies and Chill podcast. For whatever reason, or absolutely no reason at all, sometimes we all just need some time to turn off and get away. A lot of times on the My Cultura podcast network, our storytellers share their adventures and tips for living our best lives. And why not? With the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card, you can easily check off all those dreamy destinations, como la playa que viste en ese show, or climbing that mountain on your screensaver. I see you. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter the reason, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important, the future of our self-care. You see, for too long, we've compromised on things that matter most, us, but not anymore. 
new Conair Bomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love. Bomb represents a groundbreaking line of hair removal tools specifically designed for women. From the smoothest shave to the most precise trim, Conair Bomb is all about making you feel empowered, confident, and unapologetically you. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is so important. With Conair Girl Bomb's ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, we're reclaiming our self-care journey with precision and power. The kind we used to only get from men's tools. So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Because when you look good, you feel good, and there's nothing more empowering than that. One thing I absolutely apparently I love a lot of shit about you, but I absolutely <laughs> love about you is that you really do represent Mexicans. Mm-hmm. And I think that in everything that you do, I fucking love it. I mean, obviously it's something that comes naturally, but did you feel that pressure or is just something that this is this I'm proud of being who I am, where I come from? It's weird because a lot of these things just like have happened, but also so like like I told you before. So I was married early, right? And he he didn't speak English. I mean, he didn't speak Spanish, sorry. He didn't speak Spanish. So my, like, Spanish side of me wasn't really always, like, unless I talked to my mom and we moved to Texas. So, like, I wasn't near my, my mom or my dad. Nobody really that spoke Spanish. So whatever. But eventually, like, the more that I've been just kind of growing and being more around Spanish speakers and just being back to my real, like, Claudia, like, the, the, the chiquita, I've just been more like, yo, I love myself. Like, I love myself in Spanish, like. Like all my, all, everything that I grew up around, everything that I was, it's like this healing my my inner child with doing everything that I that I know from childhood has been making, has been really healing, you know? Mm-hmm. So those things are like, you know, the chickens, the goats. I wanted my son to grow up how I did in, in Zacatecas, you know? Um, so yeah, ATVs, fucking um, a bunch of animals, trees. I really want to plant, you know, more trees. We have a lot of like citrus and avocado and stuff, but I want to like plant more stuff and just... Be a hippie in a in a in a weird way, like still fucking roquera and shit, but like yeah. you know, hippie That's vibes. Tight. You know? Like I love self sufficient. Yes, self sufficiency. Yes. Oh my god, that that was one of my biggest dreams. Is like one day having a farm and like having my own animals, growing my own food, like kind of like yep. Prince did. Oh, I love that. One day, one day it'll Absolutely. happen. Absolutely. But um, I was gonna tell you, let me plant a, a tree at your house. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I really want lemon tree. <laughs> I have a bunch. I have yeah? lemon, lime. Yeah, I have the little Mexican Dude. lemons and the or lime. The little ones? You know Mexicans never know the difference between lemon and lime. Uh-huh. Yeah, the little ones. The little, the little ones. Oh, well, they're juicy. Palo nice. Cerveza, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. honestly, I really liked your place. I was like, dude, this is fucking vibey. I feel like I could sit out here and just fucking meditate and go to another world. It needed it needed a lot of love. It needs a lot of work. But it's like, that's when I become me. You know, it's like I get to that's the beauty work of on it. this place. Yeah. You're doing good. You're doing good. <laughs> I see you. I see you. I mean, talking about being Mexican and the whole thing, I don't know about you, but sometimes it makes me sad that we're so proud and we're, we're representing. You know, I feel like I, I can honestly say I, I'm proud of the things that I've accomplished, you know, and, and, and I didn't even really, sometimes even a veces se me atraban las palabras en español, like sometimes even in English, sometimes I'm like, mm. there's certain words I just don't say right. But anyways, yeah. I've gotten a lot of criticism from my own people. You know, I'm like, dude, I, I, why is it? Why is it that? And I, I'm sure it happens a lot in different cultures, but I do see like the Asian cultures, like they really support each other. And they're like, come on, like, let me help you. Y en nuestra cultura, I've noticed, and that's something that I talk about frequently. It's like, dude, you see someone rising, someone doing their thing. Y en vez de decir, vamos, dude, that's tight. It's, I, I can contar una manera de bajarlos. You know, yeah. I don't know. Have you ever experienced that? 
Absolutely. My whole career. I think, you know, like they say, el peor enemigo de un mexicano es otro mexicano. Like, straight up. Um, I feel like it's never enough. I feel like people always want to find things to nitpick. In reggaeton and in all that, like every other culture, I feel like they support each other. They help each other. They collaborate a lot. You know, they try mm -hmm. to really, you know, they come from a small island. So everybody's just so proud to be from this one little place from yeah. there to the world, you know. And with Mexico, you know, it's in some ways it's like, The second U.S., where it's like everybody from every other country shows up there, makes a career. Se ganan el público mexicano. You know, it's one of the biggest fucking streaming countries in the whole world. Yeah. But Mexicans don't show that same love for to Mexicans, you know, and Mexican-Americans, mm -hmm. same thing. They beef with Mexicans. It's just this whole fucking thing. And it's like, dude, at some point we will, I think, grow out of that. But yeah. unfortunately, we do take all the fucking hit for that because la raza sí somos. Like, fucking, I don't know why. Everybody's just like, yeah, sí, pero... But she's not as good as her. Y siempre es alguien más, siempre. like another person from another ethnicity. And it's like, bro, you guys son bien mamones con, like, like, siempre andan ahí, like, you know, I don't know how I can cuss, but. Yes, siempre, you can like, they're always, yeah. See, yeah, yeah, siempre andan ahí de fucking, de, ¿cómo se llama? Like, second dick, you know? But everybody else. It's like, everybody else is cool. <laughs> yeah. But we, we're like, oh, okay, I'm not cool enough. Like, fuck you. Yeah. Eso fue una cosa que lately I've been more like, I'm gonna get over that. Like, fuck that. I think yeah. that's why I start with this don't give a fuck attitude because I'm like, now I'm starting to really realize sometimes I'll look at a hater's page and their picture and I'll be like, oh, okay. You mm -hmm. just don't know better. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you're just a hater. Like, you're just, you're not happy yeah. with your life. Yeah. The comparison situation, like, everyone's like, oh, they're always, especially in my genre, it's, it's, no más puede haber una mujer. Like, nadie va a llegar a los talones de Jenny Rivera. And yeah, you're absolutely right. Jenny Rivera yeah. is a queen. She's a beast. There's never going to be another Jenny Rivera. Like, there's never going to be a Selena. Like, there's never going to be another Michael Jackson, another Prince. Like, they are one of a kind. And that's yeah. where I'm like, but there's room for so many of us. You know what I mean? It doesn't just have to be one woman. And all oh, the type of music that I sing, because I sing corridos sometimes here and there. It's like, ah, no, you're fucking not good enough or whatever. And I, I hate that. Like, I'm learning to now what you said, not give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. now I really believe it. Perdí el miedo completamente. Not just saying it and pretending. Now it's like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to do whatever I want. You're not going to put me in a little box. I'm going to step out of the box. I'm going to do me. And yeah, they, I don't know why they always have to do that comparison shit. It's always so... There's been plenty of times when I um I see people like, yeah, this female Mexican rapper or this female Mexican rapper. And it's like, why do you guys always have to like compare and, you know, mm -hmm. push more of the collaboration? And also with you, you know, like I think obviously your mom is who your mom was, you know, or is like I, there's I don't know why people have to bring that up. Like they should let you be a human being, you know, I think now it's taken some work and I'm going to I think I'm going in the eighth year of my career as a singer. And now, like, because I've been diligent and like i've like i don't care like i i'm kind of like a horse in that sense where i'm just like ni modo dicen lo que digan fuck it i'm gonna keep going because i believe in myself you know what i mean i know that i'm meant to do what i gotta do and and yeah. that's it's there's been so many times where i'm like fuck this and something happens that i have to keep going and i feel like that's just a god-given thing you know um so i've learned to just you know go around that but anywho you are an independent artist but you were with atlantic records right mm -hmm. for how long shit like five six years or something like that but i was doing my own thing independently like basically i knew that they were gonna fuck me over which is kind of weird i guess i already came into it all negative but i was broke i had like 20 dollars in the bank i was pregnant um i had a song that was kind of blowing up on youtube and i was like fuck it you know i was in a shitty independent deal that you know según raza and independent you always gonna be better but no they had already fucked me over and they were my people So by the time Atlantic comes knocking, I'm like, well, shit, if I'm gonna get fucked over by somebody, I might as well do it with the fucking major and, you know, yeah. get a check. 
So I did. I got a check. I flipped that. I sold. I made my clothing lines, merch. You know, I bought all my stuff to make my own music. And even while I was at Atlantic, I was really trying. I was really hoping that my career would would work, but they just didn't get it. You know, so I would just drop my own music on YouTube. Like I would show them something, and they'd be like, "No, that's not gonna work." So I'll drop it on YouTube. I'll get a million views, and then I'll do it again. And I'll do it again. And I'll do it again. So it's like everything that I would show them wasn't good enough, but. Then when I would do it on my own for my fans, I was growing as an artist. So mm-hmm. I was like, I need to leave. But they kept being like, give us another chance. Or like, now we brought this other person. Give us another chance. And I'm like, all right, cool. But that's always been me as a person in relationships, in business. Like, I always give people too many chances. And then mm-hmm. I just regret spending so much time. You know, I'm like, I should have left when I when I knew I should have left instead of being here for another. F- felt in your gut. Yeah. So I've been learning to trust that, too. And it's a lot of financial responsibility, though, being independent, because I was independent for a little bit. And then that's when I was kind of like, hey, Universal was looking for me for a while. And finally, I gave in. But because it was just so much, it's it's a lot. People don't realize that people are like, oh, my God, you're fucking rich. You're balling, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, but the way we make the money is the way we need to invest it to continue the growth, you know. Yeah, and people don't absolutely. understand. It's a lot. But you know what? And and I, and I sometimes on just some universe, like human shit, I feel like the world just wasn't ready for who I was back then. Like, I always say being ahead of your time is like one of the saddest stories ever, you know, because it's like you mm-hmm. never really see it till the person is gone that you'll be like, oh, shit, like that was fucking dope. And I started to finally get some sort of like I started to realize that when I was going on tour and I was like seeing some pictures of like Prince performing or like Nirvana or like different people, Amy Winehouse. And I was seeing the size venues and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm doing bigger than some of those venues that were iconic mm-hmm. moments. You know what I mean? And to me, because I'm this independent little rapper, I don't see it like I, I, I don't appreciate what I actually have. And, and one day I'll be gone and one day people will see it and be like, yo, she was doing this for so long. But I think just for so long, it it didn't make sense that a Mexican female queer rapper was doing what I do. And now I see more queer rappers coming out. I see more Mexican artists. I see more hip hop. They're looking for girls. And when they when labels go, oh, like this, they'll show me as an example. Mm -hmm. I know a girl that just got signed to Atlantic for like a a single deal. And she was like, they were bringing you up. Like, can you do what Snow's doing? I'm like, they had me. I'm like, they fucking had me. And they never did what they needed to do. They didn't appreciate you now that you're gone. Como dicen, no sabes lo que tienes hasta hasta que lo pierdas. And probably that's what's happening. You know, and that's good, though. That's tight that you're doing it all on your own and you have control of your career. And I think that's tight. I mean, I admire that. I think that's super tight. And I think you're doing a good job. And I think that it's beautiful that you're so focused and honed in on like, this is what I'm doing and versus being like big headed and saying, you know what I mean? Like, I think there's a there's a lot of beauty in humility and you're kind of like just enjoying the moment. Mm-hmm. And then when you step back, you're like, oh, shit, I'm actually doing like, damn, OK. And you can say I'm proud of yeah. myself. Can you say that? Can you say that yeah. you're proud of yourself? Yeah, right? yeah, I could say I'm proud of myself. Yeah, I, I, I am. And, you know, one thing, though, that people don't get is that, you know, I love the freedom, but and I always relate music to relationships. It's like I I love the freedom, but I, I also like not not thinking sometimes. So I would love if there was a label that came in and knew exactly what to do and was like, yo, here's what we're going to do. And I'm like lit this is amazing like i I love that shit you know but it's just that when they do that a lot of times they don't get what it's supposed to do so they do i let them do what they want to do and then i'm like oh like you led me the wrong way you know what i mean i think one day i'll find a partner in in music where we could maybe work together a lot better and it's like some things i don't want to make decisions on some things i'm like you tell me what do you want i like to write music i I make good songs i show them to y'all do you like it do you not you tell me other than that sometimes i'm like I don't I don't want to 
do some of the bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like the connection with the fans and I like the music. Like focus That's on it. what what you do best versus taking yeah. care of like the the business side of it maybe. Yeah, because there's a lot of people que hacen un montón de cosas, but they don't actually get shit done. It's like you've been on right. the phone all fucking day, but nothing like nothing really gets handled. That's what I don't like. But if you're yeah. the type of person to get shit handled, I'm like, shit, go ahead. I'm like, I'm here. I'm pretty easy going. So you are open then, open to maybe someone. If someone comes knocking on your door and says, hey, I want to fucking invest in your ass. I believe in you. Like, you're open to it. Yeah, if it's the right situation. One thing people don't know about me is I'm super... Like, universe. I trust the universe. I have faith. I I know that there's so much good karma that I've had from the past. And this isn't just me saying, like, there's been so many situations where things happen and I showed my character. And I know that my good karma will come one day that I'm so trusting in shit coming that I'm like, what, when is it? When, you know what I mean? Like, who, who's going to knock? Because it's going to happen. Yeah, you know? it definitely is. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Hola, ¿qué tal? This is Cheekies from the Cheekies and Chill podcast. For whatever reason, or absolutely no reason at all, sometimes we all just need some time to turn off and get away. A lot of times on the My Cultura podcast network, our storytellers share their adventures and tips for living our best lives. And why not? With the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card, you can easily check off all those dreamy destinations, como la playa que viste en ese show, or climbing that mountain on your screensaver. I see you. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter the reason, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important, the future of our self-care. You see, for too long, we've compromised on things that matter most, us, but not anymore. New Conair Girl Bomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love. Girl Bomb represents a groundbreaking line of hair removal tools specifically designed for women. From the smoothest shave to the most precise trim, Conair Girl Bomb is all about making you feel empowered, confident, and unapologetically you. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is so important. With Conair Girl Bomb's Ultimate Girl Bomb Grip and professional grade blades, we're reclaiming our self care journey with precision and power, the kind we used to only get from men's tools. So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Because when you look good, you feel good. And there's nothing more empowering than that. Do you suffer from anxiety? Yes, very much. Has that always been a thing, or it was like, it just happen more when you I don't know stepped into this I think forever I think since I was a little kid I think back then they didn't really know how to like explain all that I know my mom's always had anxiety and and, and she's bipolar so having a bipolar mom could definitely um add on to your mental health issues mm. um but I always had anxiety but now now some, I, I have coping I have ways of coping but definitely I think um it's physically painful for me sometimes to talk to people or like like physically 
painful to know that I'm going into a room where there's just going to be like all this. Like sometimes I, I feel like I can't, you know, it's just really a lot. Yeah, it's like a lot. But I take it day by day. And, you know, maybe sometimes that's why I never, you know, blew up or like was was bigger than I needed to be. I think sometimes it saved my life, you know, to kind of do it little by little, because I, I don't know if I would have been able to handle everything. I, I think it happening little by little is like so much better than it going from one day to another because como subes también bajas and you have to like I feel like just little by little poco a poco like savoring and really appreciating the moment in reality you know what I mean so I, I feel you on that um have you ever tried microdosing yeah like shrooms yeah yeah I like it not every day but I've I've, I've done it like, microdosing really helps you got to put me on yeah, I do. And I got to explain it to you because it's something I've been doing for the past eight months and it's changed my life, like with anxiety, depression, confidence. Like it just you take a certain amount every three days and it's like a vitamin. You don't feel like when you take a bunch of it, you know, but you just you just feel different. I don't even know how to explain it, but it just I know that it changes everything on a cellular level. So it's probably something that I don't know, just putting it out there. Absolutely. I would love that. And so tell me a little bit, because I didn't know that you were married until I was on your podcast. You were married for 10 <laughs> years. So I have a question. I don't know if I asked you this. I'm telling you, I kind of like I was having too much fun. I kind of blacked out a little bit. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> OK, so you you identify as queer. So what's the difference between like lesbian and queer or, or like queer doesn't mean bisexual, right? Or does it? To me, it's always been like all encompassing. I don't fucking know. Like, I'm just, you know, queer. I don't know. I, I, I think with labels and, and all that. It's hard because I feel like human beings are always finding out more things about themselves and getting to know yourself and you're always mm -hmm. growing and, you know, and, and things are very on a person to person level and just, I don't know. So to me, I understand that people could be gay or bi or whatever and, and have a real fucking connection with somebody and really, yeah. really, I'll, I'll definitely say that I don't care much for labels. Like, for example, I identify, like I, me personally, identify non-binary however i don't say it out loud because then people will tag that on me and then they'll be like oh so they blah, blah. and it's like no like i just don't know i don't know and i don't care and like if you want to call yeah. me non-binary cool and if you don't cool but i don't want to be the face of it i don't want another responsibility on on me about it like i don't want right. to you know what i mean like i'm not the voice of it i just i just had know that my whole life i've looked at myself and sometimes I feel comfortable and sometimes I don't feel comfortable as myself. And sometimes I have a out-of-body experience and I feel like I'm watching myself. And sometimes I feel like I'm in drag, whether I'm dressed more masculine or feminine. Like, I don't know, that's like a thing in me. And mm -hmm. so all I can really say is like, I'm just, I'm just vibing. I'm just a bubble. I'm vibing. I'm Claudia. Really I like what I like. If I have a connection, it is what it is. I, I will say I, I see myself being with a woman for sure. Like, definitely. I think it just makes more sense. That's the conversation I had with my ex-husband was it just just makes sense i like women yeah they're great was he cool with it yeah i mean there's been it's been very giver you know like back and forth and stuff um but eventually he was eventually he was like hey man you know whatever makes you happy like when i see him i we don't have any hate or anything we talk he thinks all the girls like i've dated are pretty <laughs> um but that's what he hit on one of them oh he did yeah i was like hey bro <laughs> like this is for real this isn't like what the hell <laughs> He's like, not trying to get in her panties. Like, what the like, hey, so <laughs> like, this is fucking weird. No, you you have the well, your ex-girlfriend and, and some of the girls that we kind of talked about when when I saw you when we were I was there with you. Um, they're good looking. You have good taste. So yeah. Thank okay. You. Everyone keeps telling me, oh my God, Snow is so cute. She's so beautiful. And this and that. I'm like, <laughs> I know. I know already. Get off her dick. No, I'm just kidding. 
but um was coming out to your parents was that tough how did they take it being like especially your dad being so like traditional you know mexican macho man um well my dad and i didn't talk for 14 years because of something he did um Mm -hmm. so he did some crazy shit and then i just was like just a fucking disappointment to all of us and so we just didn't talk and so the first time that i saw him after 14 years like i think it was me starting this journey of like really reconnecting with like maybe the past i think i had been so dead set on my on moving forward which is great i didn't even realize how healthy i was for always moving forward until i started to just kind of look backwards and try to reconnect and then i I think i just energetically messed my whole fucking life up but whatever but also maybe i'm gonna come out of this rise from the ashes and be so much better for it you know so who knows but anyway i i I reconnect with him and um i took my fiance at the time and i really didn't come out i really was just like this is my fiance and he was like okay that was it you know, and that was it. And hey, did you document that? I think I saw that mm-hmm. when you went actually to Mexico, yeah, in el rancho y todo. Like you took her. Mm-hmm. And are you guys? You guys aren't talking right now, though, right? Mm, like we're not. We don't have a problem, but I. We don't. We just different people yeah it's hard to kind of maybe rekindle after so many years and your mom your mom's cool with it she makes her comments um here and there like she's never really gotten along with any of my partners whether male or female so my Mm -hmm. mom i just give her her space and i like let her you know she lives in mexico she 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 admittedly like rather be in mexico she'd rather be in her own world she'd rather not deal with anything that isn't her and for her own mental health i'm like go ahead you know yeah i got her a a car, her house, everything she needed to fix, you know, anything in her house, her phone, you know, some money. So it's like, you're good. Like, you're also an adult. So, you know, you and your boyfriend, like, figure your shit out. But, like, I don't, I'm not her mom, you know, but she's not my yeah. mom either. Yeah, okay. I, I, I see. And I think probably for her, it was just like, okay, I've already used my kids. I don't have, want to have the responsibility. I want to do my own thing. It's good to give people their space. And eventually, maybe they'll come around and realize things. You see, no, pues también, you know? Yeah. So you're going on tour. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Yeah, I'm going all around the United States. Um, I'm doing the quince I never had, which I think people are expecting it to be way more quince than it actually is going to be. I think people need to remember how I dress and who I am. Like, it's I'm going to have a little moment for it, but I'm also like still a crowd surfing, champagne popping, ass smacking person. I'm not, you know (laughs) what I mean? Like, (laughs) so that's that's what that is. And then I come home for like a couple weeks and then I leave on tour with Santa Fe Clan for an arena tour. So that'll be Damn, so you're going to be gone for a hot-ass minute. Yep, I'm going to be gone till the fall. Damn. I know, we just met each other. I know. I, I'm going to have to <laughs> fly to you. I don't know. We got to figure this shit out. I don't we know. We figure it out. <laughs> and when you leave, <laughs> does your son go with you? Obviously, because he has school, he probably doesn't, or is he homeschooled? He do- he doesn't. I'll fly him out there, or like I'll come home. I'll, whatever I need to do to you know keep that connection with my son all the time. But definitely, right now, my tia just, she just showed up, and she's going to live here now. So she's nice. going to help me more with all the house stuff and with my son, with everything. Because, you know, I am getting so much busier. And sometimes, I don't know, the guilt of not fully always being there for my son and not fully being there for music, always kind of thinking of both, like personal life, all these things yeah. has just been like too much. So having my tia, and she was like a mom to me. So she's she's just very maternal, very like, very nurturing. And I love that. Yeah, that's going to help you so much. So I can stop looking for that so for my mommy issues and girls and I could just focus. <laughs> <laughs> I could just. <laughs> I got a mom now. <laughs> no, but it does. Honestly, it does make like having someone, especially if it's your tia, like make it makes the house feel like a home. So that's gonna mm-hmm. give you so much peace while you're out and know that your son's in good hands and you don't gotta worry about that extra shit. So 
as far as the house and the groceries and that's gonna be wow I, yeah, yeah. I, yeah my lady just left she was from uh, Guatemala oh. so she had to go back because of her visa but when she was here just the house just felt so warm like and yeah. I need that like I need that feeling yeah. then I get stuck doing all the senora stuff and then I can't create you know I'm right. tired to go to the fucking studio and like you know what I mean so I don't know I mean we gotta figure this out I, I gotta see you and um, <laughs> go go to one of your shows <laughs> go to okay. one of your shows <laughs> Yeah, but I'm home. I'm home. We here every day. I just be rehearsing. You saw the studio. We just be. Here. I saw the Look, studio. I, I heard some of your music. That shit, like stuff that you, that you guys aren't ready. Like honestly, I was like, well, I was blown the fuck away. It's really good, and I'm not just like blowing smoke up your ass. I'm being serious. I was like Richard, my my manager who was with me, was like, "What the fuck?" He's like, "This is crazy." So you, I told you, I Thank told you. you on your podcast, and I'll say it again. You're a badass bitch, and I hope you know that. Thank you, um, Thank you so much. And anyways. You too. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I'm just glad. Thank you so much for, for taking the time to be on my podcast, to talk to me and talking a little bit more about Claudia. You guys follow her on her Instagram. Is there any, what's your YouTube? Like share all the, the platforms with us, please. Well, YouTube, obviously Snow the Product is like my music and everything. And then Everyday Days is the channel where I do a little bit of vlog, personal life. And then Every Night Nights is my podcast, which is on my Everyday Days channel. But that was supposed to be, I made that channel so that it's like, you're not looking for Snow the Product on it. You're looking for Claudia. As you see, uh -huh. I've been kind of on this journey of really being like, yo, I'm a person. Because yeah. people people just would talk to me or treat me as if I'm Snow the product. And they were very aggressive and abrasive with me because they think I'm this hard person. And so it got to a point where I needed to remind people, like, that's not who I am. And you're going to make me cry. Like, the amount of times that I fucking cried with how I was treated because they thought I'm cocky or they thought I'm this or that. And I'm like, that's not who I am. That's just a rap. That's a rapper. <laughs> so... Claudia. Claudia. Yeah. <laughs> Claudia. Uh, but again, thank you. Thank you so much. And you guys know all my ill listeners, we always end every episode uh, with a motivational quote. All right. You guys know I'm huge on discipline, routine. And here's a discipline quote for you guys. Discipline is choosing between what you want now and what you want most. Ooh. Play Ooh. that shit back. Okay, discipline is choosing between what you want now and what you want most. Discipline, you guys. It will take you very, very far. Discipline and consistency. So anyways, I'll leave you guys with that. Snow, thank you. Thank you. You're beautiful inside and out. Thank you. And um, thank you, yes, too. I crush on you. Heart, heart, heart. <laughs> um, <laughs> y muchísimas gracias a todos por estar aquí con nosotros. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. And don't forget to listen to my advice podcast, Dear Cheekies. New episodes drop every Wednesday. Okay, peace out. Besitos. Do you need advice on love, relationships, health, imas? I'm so excited to share with you that my Cheekies and Chill podcast will have an extra episode drop each week. I'll be answering all your questions. Just leave me a voice message con todas tus preguntas y yo te las voy a contestar personalmente. All you have to do is go to speakpipe.com slash Cheekies and Chill podcast and record your questions. I can't wait to hear from you. production of iHeartRadio and the My Cultura Podcast Network. Follow us on Instagram at My Cultura Podcast and follow me, Chiquis, that's C-H-I-Q-U-I-S. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast and check us out on YouTube. Between recording the next episode of my podcast, running a business, and all of the things life throws my way, Sometimes it's good to just get away. 
Hola, ¿qué tal? It's Chiquis here. And let me tell you, I love booking a trip where I can escape. There's nothing like spending a few days at the beach, relaxing and spending time with family. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter your reasons, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for us. From the ultimate girl bomb grip to the professional grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girl Bomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb, available at Walgreens.